No, I've got nothing, you know. <laughs> no, I got taken. Do you know what? I got taken out where Angelica put up a tweet. And I was like, that's a lovely tweet. And I hit like. That told Angelica that I was online. <laughs> <laughs> and within the quickness, <laughs> my phone started lighting up, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was harsh. <laughs> like but it. hey, it got the job done. I like hey, this lady. Did, did, did. I like this lady. Because I wanted to come on. You, got, you said you wanted me to come and be on your podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. And then silence. No, I was, I was, tumbleweed on he got email. Curved. Tumbleweed. <laughs> I was being, I was I was like, curved oh, Angelica. No, I didn't. I like, okay. No, I did not. Okay, no. Adrian, it's fine. And Bullets I thought, are flying and then, in this office. Bang! There was a like. I was like, oh, so he is there. <laughs> he, he is online. He you could have emailed this me. This is a lady with jewelry on her finger. <laughs> she is uh, equipped. <laughs> like, I know now, cards, don't right? I? <laughs> Still can't catch a follow though no. on Instagram or Twitter. No, I mean, well, I'm just seeing how we go today. Yeah. Ah, right, yeah, cool. So, so, <laughs> so, I think so. this ain't going so well, Kurt. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. What I love already. Bullets are flying. Is that everyone's be open? We're putting we're putting our cards yeah, on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's straight, straight. Yeah, there's no messing around. We've got Saint Lucia. We've got Jamaica. It's all going down. It's all going down. We can't be waiting too much for the bar. All right, we are back in the studio. Episode five, Gas Mark Ten. My name is Adrian Dixon, one half of the Dixon Brothers. To my left is Justin Dixon, one half of the Dixon Brothers, aka Just Cook Up the Tings. In. <laughs> You've got to work on these, brother. These. <laughs> I think they're brilliant. Now, usually at this point of the podcast, I usually say, and in front of me is Chef Michael Paul. And we clap it up in the studio and all that good stuff. But Chef Michael Paul has been dragged away from the podcast this week to go to Taste London to do an absolute madness. 7,000 covers. It is 7,000 mm-hmm. covers, right? Yeah. That's mad. Not all heroes wear capes, but they do wear aprons. So, <laughs> how long have you been working on that one for, brother? Point. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to give uh, Chef a call at the end of the podcast to see how mad Taste London is um, and find out what really goes down when you're trying to do your 7,000 cover. That's real. But the studio is not empty, you know. No. No. Because, you know, after that epic Hawksmoor episode. Shout out to Tim. Yeah. We were like, how do we, how do we level up again? How do we keep this train going? So I'm going to set a scene before I introduce our guest for this episode of Gas Mark 10. So here we are, we're in Ibiza, yeah? Just finished shelling down Oak Beach. Isn't it? Absolute shubs. We've left there and we have gone to Wiki Woo and um, we've gone there to chill. You know, a couple of drinks and that. Mm. A, couple, a couple of chips. A little nice little decor as well. Colourways are live. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely. Gorgeous. And we're sitting there and um, basically, you know, patting each other on the back, gassing it up, saying, you know... <laughs> Gas Mark 10 is amazing. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> and then we're like, right, how do we move this thing forward? We need more guests. We need to learn more skills. And there was this person who we were like, if we can get to this particular guest, levels. Mm-hmm. So we phoned up our friend Natasha Guthrie, Easy Tash. Easy Tash. Um, and basically begged her to put us in contact with this person. Who is this person, Adrian Dixon? They are presenter. Author, chef, Mm-mm. winner of Celebrity MasterChef 2017. Justin Dixon will take the intro, my brother. It is my pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce our new best friend in the building, Angelica Bell. Clap it up in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Even, 
Like, even I was listening intent, going, who is that? <laughs> this person must be <laughs> This person must be amazing, yeah. Welcome, welcome, Angelica. It's a really pleasure on- to have you. I'm really honoured that you wanted me on the podcast. Yeah. That's really nice. We've been we've been following you for a long time. No, you're dope. Yeah, you're actually at amazing Aww, levels. So we're like we ha- we tried everything to get here. Um, Tash hooked it up and so and happy I got that- back. Can I just say I got straight away? Immediate, quicker than I thought. You know, because when I talked to <laughs> Tash, I said, "Can you ask her on our behalf?" Yeah, and what did she say? She said she's super busy. I was like, "I guess that." I that see wasn't on- the question, Tash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she said you were super busy. I was like, "I can, I I know that." But if you mm-hmm. could just on our behalf, just put a good word in. And I was surprised how quickly that email came back. Thank you so much. No, not at all. Not at all. And also, I, I've known about you guys as well. And and also, I think it's nice when, you know, if someone approaches and you can help out and you want to be, you know, and you're, what you're doing is great because I just think that food is is amazing. True. And this is this is so cool that you're doing this podcast on it in your way. Do you know what I mean? And spreading the love of food because yeah. we all need to eat. Exactly. So, this is it. <laughs> I mean, we, we're we fans of all the, all the cooking shows and and that are out there, but we felt that there was a, you know, there's a, a new breed of chefs and young hungry chefs, young hungry chef that works, yep. um, yeah, who nice. are excited to to get into the industry, and we just want to kind of open the door yeah, our way and then give intro- them a platform yeah, and, and then nice. introduce them to people like yourself. Oh, who gosh. are out here killing it. And Bless, by chef, oh we God. don't just mean kind of people who actually are in restaurants cooking right. up on the pass. Mm-hmm. We mean people at home just no, just have an appreciation exactly. for food, yeah. want to get involved in the culture. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the point, you know, because when I did Celebrity Master, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not proper cook. You know, and, and even before that, people would say, oh, you'd go for meetings in, in work and they'd be like, so what's your hobby? They wouldn't say cooking because I just thought, that's what you do. Yeah. That's what I did at home. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say I'm, I'm cook. So I think loads of people were really shocked when I won Celebrity Master because they're like, you can cook? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the neck snapper as well. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you can cook? I didn't know you had that in the locker because we'd seen you no. on, like presenting you and hosting. And I was like, yeah, pleasantly. Very pleasantly, actually. When you won, I was like, oi, oi. Before we get into MasterChef, because I'm excited to get there, because I've got so many questions. But I think, you know, we should start at the beginning and find out where your love of food came from. Where's my gran? Oh, my gosh. She was from the Caribbean. She was a cook in the Caribbean. She's from St. Lucia. And that's what she did. She prepared food. And when she came over to this country, that's what she did. And she worked, worked in different places. I don't know exactly where, but all I remember her is when she retired, she was in her kitchen. Yeah. Cooking Caribbean food, hey. fried chicken, yes. dumplings, stew, peas and rice and pea, yeah, plantain, breadfruit, oh, come on. And that's all, I love macaroni cheese. Oh my gosh. Mm. See, I'm the only one that doesn't understand macaroni cheese. What? We'll get into that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Shots fine. Well, should we get into it now? No, Why no, no, we can take... No, because that, that's, that is... Blasphemy. Yes. See, that's, this is the face that everyone gives me when I say I don't quite understand macaroni. I, I, it's, it's not, it's not for me, you know. You're not really a cheesy guy, are you? I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Do you like pizza? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. But don't everything like... else on that list was fire. Okay, fine. Yeah. I don't fine, like planting. What? Yeah. Thanks for saving me there, brother. I was drowning. (laughs) (laughs) You were drowning hard, cuz. Here in the choppy waters with Angelica Bell. I love planting. Oh, just that little What is it, planting or plantain? Mm. Let's start it off. Plantain. Plantain. I've never heard our grandparents say plantain. Yeah, plantain. So if I didn't hear it from grandma, then it ain't. Not the plantain. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. I like it. So it was really, she inspired me. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she would have me in the kitchen gutting chicken, mm-hmm. you know, filleting fish. And she taught me knife skills. I had to learn how to peel an apple in one. She'd be like, keep going, keep going. You know, how young are you at this point? Six. Okay, wow. So that's where I was in the kitchen with her all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, obviously, 
she just thought the best way is to get in there. So, yeah, mm. there was a few times I burnt myself, you know, like, but I just did it. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. It didn't phase me or anything. So, yeah, I just, food was has always been a thing. And then I think once she, you know, she got older and she could, what's sad is that she never wrote any of her recipes down, but that, you know, that's by another story. But I just liked being in the kitchen. I liked reading recipe books. And I just started teaching myself to do different things and yeah. challenge myself. Um, and that was that. And then I started cooking for the family. And next thing, you, you know, you grow up and then you just use those skills and then you get a bit more money, get a job, then you can then you can buy a bit more expense, you know, yeah. a bit more fish, yeah. get some other bits and bobs and yeah. just, you know, expand on that. And I love people. I love my friends. My fr- Oh, my God. And we get together. And when you get together with people, you want to eat, you yeah, want to yeah, drink, yeah. you want to socialise, you want to laugh. And I love laughing. I love I love bants. I love Clearly. taking a <laughs> mick out. You know, and that's what it's all about. And yeah, then when yeah. you've got food in there as well, well, you're flying. No, I think food is something that really kind of as I've discovered, kind of my love of cooking, it really helps bring people together. Yeah. And just, just it's a great level. Everyone's just like, exactly. if the food's boom, then everyone's like, woo, okay. We're here, we're now engaged through a mutual kind of medium of exactly. cuisine. Exactly. doesn't matter background, whatever you're fr- where you're from, what you've got, as long as you're sitting down, partaking. Yeah. Yes. It's like what they say about weddings. You remember the DJ and the food. Uh, and that's it. But if the DJ's bad, one. That's what you, you remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Your DJ was trash. Middle business. <laughs> We've been to a couple of them ones, but we, we won't. When you go to bad weddings, though, do you just like want to say, mate, do you want to just go and get yourself some food and we'll just get on the decks? It, it, uh, it, no, it's not even that because we don't want the DJ at any sort of like parties. We want to enjoy the party, but yeah. when the DJ's trash, yeah. everyone starts looking, looking at, at us. Yeah. It's usually granddad that comes up and he's oh, like, "Isn't it? I mean, I like this too, you know." <laughs> <laughs> and what he does is he posts up right by the DJ he does, and he just does. stands there and just looks at him, yeah. knowing that his grandson's back up. yeah, <laughs> back up, back yeah. up your things. <laughs> Shaking his little head. I know up. he's like ninety-two, but he, yeah, he's he's love ruthless it. when it comes to it. DJ approval. We love that. And so you went from there. So you you was like cooking at home, and were your friends telling you, you know, you have some serious skills, or were they just enjoying it on the low? They were just enjoying it. I think it's always like you know, knowing that when you come around, there's always good food, yeah. and stuff, and and then if you have a dinner party, say like a, a dinner party, and then I might do something really special, Go and that's on. quite nice when you put lots of time and effort, yeah. and it takes all day to prepare. But I'd never... I, one thing I'd never thought I'd be on Celebrity Master Chef. I didn't mm. think I'd be selected for it. It's just not one of those. What's things. the process like in terms of? Well, they just contact you. Well, I don't. You know, it's really funny because I don't have an agent, so I just do my own thing. So they just contacted me, and and I was like, nah, because Micah had been on it five years before and got yeah. to the final, mm-hmm. and I'd had this this boy telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for his chest out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. My well, kitchen. Just, exactly, just, just yeah. in an apron. Exactly. Like, yeah, what you what? Say, well, I'll say, like, oh, what, what you do, we do, do it like this. He goes, no, 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 no. <sighs> this is John John and Greg told me. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would have yeah, done yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd have been unbearable. You're brave, boy. You're brave. Because <laughs> <laughs> John and, I'm not interested in what John and Greg had to say. This is what we're doing now, yeah? Okay. And, uh, so for five years I had that and I thought, if there's no one going to do the show, yeah. if I don't get to the final of course. there's no point yeah. that's motivation there'll be, be divorce on the hand yeah, like, yeah. Divorce, that's, you know, yeah, that's yeah. just quicksand 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 <laughs> you know, it would be a sad ending for both people <laughs> <laughs> so um, but so this, I said no and then they asked me again and then Michael's like just give it a go but you know it's, it's nerve wracking any of these shows are nerve wracking yeah, mm. and even when you watch it you can like oh my goodness you know it's, it's t- there's tension it's, it's, yeah. and you can see and if you and if you, you guys know if you 
cook food and you present it to somebody, you want them to love it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want them to critique it and say this and that. And if you put you know, blood, sweat and tears in it, of course you're going to cry. But yeah. I mean, I'd be watching it and go, why are, they, why are they crying over that souffle, man? Get on with it, yeah. <laughs> and then I go on the programme and I'm crying all the time. <laughs> 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 the camera's like properly, properly, properly on, there. On you. And then when they say you've got an hour, you've got an hour. Wow. And if you talk to them in that time, that's, there's not extra time you're given. See, this was the question that I wanted to ask because I love MasterChef and I'm watching, I'm watching these chefs going at it. They're sweating. They're putting everything into it. And then at the pivotal point, someone comes over to ask some questions and I would oh, have to gosh. flip out at that point. I'm like, blood. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> Two steps to the left, yes. <laughs> you can see I'm souffleing. You know what I mean? It's, and it's like that. It's, it's that's like not that. editing. That is just... No, that's not editing. The first time that happened to me, I, that's when I burnt milk and the milk spilled everywhere. Because I... So Greg's coming to talk to me and I'm trying to do... I think I was trying to make a custard or something and literally at the milk everywhere and I was like, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, oh, on TV God. as well. I thought, that's, I'm going home. That's basics. How can you let milk... Boil over and burn the pan. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's hard. I can't tell me. Tell me about myself. I can't. You won. I can't tell you nothing. But but did you win? Yeah, I was looking. I was online. I was looking at um what Greg and John were saying about your cooking, and um, they were impressed. Mm. Greg says one of the best contestants he had ever seen, and he's been around for a minute. For a minute, and John said her food has an elegance and style. That's high praise. That is high praise. So you're going into it now. Do you Have you got it planned out what you're going to do? Or are you making it up week by week or episode by episode, I guess? Yeah, I think... I mean, I didn't have time to practice full meals. Unless you... If you think about it, in your house, you don't have, in, you don't have enough pans mm, to mm. do... You know, if you're in a kitchen, you have all those things there. And yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought, oh, I'm just going to have to try and think of a few things. I think my strategy was, okay, if there's a mystery box and there's red meat, you might not know what it is, but what what jus or sauces go with that that can go with, you know, variety. Yeah, so yeah. I looked at it like that. So okay, I know how to make um uh beurre blanc, you know, certain things that would go with fish and, you know, all that. So I just had to do it like, you know, just guess. Mm. All right, can quick jumping, what's a beurre blanc? So it's like a, a butter white sauce, creamy yeah. sauce, really lovely, which, you know, can go with fish and, you know, I would ha- I ha- like it with chicken as well. So then, and then I would do like blackberry, blackberry jus and red wine jus. That goes quite well with red meats and stuff. So I would just think, okay, what if that came up, what would I do? Um, and I just read a lot. And I do read cookbooks anyway. Mm. So sometimes I'd see something, but I'm like, well, I think I've seen that done or I've read that how that, you know, and if you watch cooking shows, you yeah. just remember things. Things would come back to me. Mm-hmm. And with my gran, I'd remember she would do certain <coughs> things. So that's what I would do. But it was... I mean, I could, in the first week, in my first heat, yeah. there were some good cooks. And some of the stuff I had in sort of like my back pocket, I had to bring out. You had to bring it out early. Early doors to get through. Fair. And oh, you had a whole couple of, one, couple of bullets in the clip ready well, to go see, later on. Yeah, things that I thought, okay, that would be quite good or I've tried before yeah. or whatever. I was bringing them out and I was like, oh my goodness. Did that worry you? Because you're like, well, I've shot my shot early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. And then oh, I just yeah. had to... When, so there's certain rounds where you know what you have to do. They say, okay, in a couple of days you're going to be cooking a food of love. You've got to dedicate a dish to someone you love. And, you know, by then you know that there's good cooks. So you have to think, you have to think creatively as well as just getting something on yeah. the plate. Mm-hmm. So that's when I, I did um, uh, Baked Alaska. Now, Can you break that down? So, yeah, so Baked Alaska is basically, is, is, it's a, a case of meringue. I mean, you can have sponge in it or an ice cream and people put different things in it. But basically the meringue encases it um, so that the ice cream 
stays solid mm. because um, it's something to do with the air in the meringue that keeps it all together. It's like an isolator. It, exactly. It's like an igloo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the times I've seen it before, it's failed on TV. So I thought that's a challenge for me. You went for it. If I can nail this... You know you got it. Well, I know I can get through to the next round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Standard. And... I mean, I, I didn't know how I did it. And also I had so I had to make a sponge. I had to make an Italian meringue. So that's when you ha- heat up the sugar mm-hmm. so that when the meringue's being beaten, beaten, it's cooking at the same time. Because you okay. know that some but meringues have to be cooked. So oh, you know the egg. So the egg white mm. has to be cooked. But because you've heated up the sugar, yeah. it's cooking. Oh, uh, yeah, because sugar gets proper hot, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, and you have to keep beating it, beating it. It has to keep whisking, whisking until it cools down. Mm. So there's different sorts of meringues, okay? And then so I had to make a sponge meringue, I made a jam, and I made an ice cream. Levels. How long have you got to do all this? I think we had one hour 20. So I was... But oh, my gosh. I couldn't sleep the night before. I'd be panicking. Like, I'd be panicking hard. So I think, oh, this is either make or break. Me. Yeah, because you know, like, on this one dish is whether I go home I've or I keep it moving. Dish. Totally. Yeah. And also, you'll do, dedicate it to someone as well. You don't want to dedicate someone that you just <laughs> 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 So, yeah. What was your... What was the one dish in your time at MasterChef for you, like... That was the one. Yeah. Ooh, I think it was in the final when I did um, uh, my dessert, um, my pear bordelieu. I mean, I've always liked frangipan and, yeah. mm-hmm. and those sort of pear. I love poached pear. Yeah. Those sort of desserts. So I just, and, and you know, it's a, a, a really famous French dessert, but I just made the pear stand up. So I had to test. You can't have the pear too big, otherwise it will go through Mm-hmm. And make the pastry bo- um, soggy. Yeah. So you need the pear just small enough and cute enough that it can sit and pastry still cook um, and be nice and crispy. Would you cook both parts at the same time? You cook, but you poach the pear first. Yeah. So yeah. I poached the pear. Um, I just did it in. Um, I had spices. I said cinnamon, um, star anise with sugar. I wanted the pear to still keep its colour as well, so I didn't add any red wine. I kept it um, so it looked really fresh. And then I made my frangipan. Um, and also, I wanted the frangipan to be light. I didn't want it to be heavy. But it's about that pastry, so it's crumbly. And once you put that fork in it, it's just like, oh. So, but I did make sure that my pear was cute and just formed nicely. So yeah. when it's perched Petite pan, and perfect. Yeah, so the, you poach the pear first, and you put it on, and then you cook it in the oven. Um, and that just... Was I mean, and also Greg loves dessert. He does. So you knew you like. He's got a sweet tooth, right? He's got a sweet tooth. So I had to nail it, but I wanted it to look. Presentation as well was a big thing for me. I like. I think that when you see food and it looks beautiful, Mm. it's the first thing you see. You know, you almost want to make love to the food first. You're really intrigued. Yeah, then you want to just go, yeah, man. Mm. Just dive in. If it it looks trash, your brain's already telling you this is horrible before you even get there. Yeah. Um, and then I made some um jellies with that. Um. And yeah, just little things on the plate and stuff. So it was, I was so happy with that dessert. When you'd finished it, before you took it up to them, did you know it was bang on or were you, were you a little bit... I was a little bit... Well, you just never know. Yeah. Mm. A little bit nervous as well because you're using different ovens. That's yeah, cool. that's true. And yeah. every oven is different. You know, they Absolutely. say... You know, one oven might heat to a certain degree. You know, and it could be a point of a degree on the other... You know, on another oven. So yeah. little things like that. So you just never know. And I, in the MasterChef kitchen, you're using induction. I've got gas. Okay. I've got an electric oven, though. And they had an electric oven, but on the on the hob, I, I was struggling sometimes with the induction because yeah. once it boils over, it switches itself off. Then you've got to turn it back on. Oh, and so, man. you know, and if you want something to keep heating... You've really got to be on top of it. On top of it. 
on top of it. So that's why they, these little things are just stressful. I'm stressed listening to <laughs> <laughs> I'm on edge, Whenever I talk about MasterChef, I start having heart palpitations because I'm just, I imagine I'm back in that kitchen. But that what the final, I knew that I did my best. If I didn't yeah. win, I think I was in the final, listen, I did my best. Yeah. Mm. I'm happy. So I was pleased. To win, oh my god! What was that? Was Come on, icing. talk us through the feeling. Oh because I've, I've, I've watched your celebration a few times. Oh my god! You went through every emotion real quick, uh, uh, real quick, <laughs> like, real quick, real quick. You went from like dancing and gun fingers to tears and all sorts oh, of stuff oh, in like goodness. ten seconds. Oh my goodness! Because, well, hold on, wait, just hold on a moment, right? Go on. So you, they're about to announce, okay, the the winner. So you're you're all waiting. You're so like, it's you, Ulrika Johnson, and um, Dev. yeah, oh. and Dev from uh, BBC. Yeah, yeah. So we're all standing there. And you know when you see these films, like, you know, like these dramatic films, and it feels like, you know, like 10 hours has gone, you can see into the mind, and it's go- mm. it like goes... For me, it went a bit dark, a bit surreal. Mm. Still, yes. Everything slows down. Slows down. Matrix. And, oh, matrix, proper matrix. <laughs> and I, did, I felt like I was standing there for 25 minutes. <laughs> I, I, seriously, before he said my, said, he said a name. He must have been, must have been thinking, this is... Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, blood, man. Can you put me out of my misery? Here? I beg. I beg you. I beg, I beg you. Wrap it up, bruv. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up. The Uber driver keeps texting me. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm leaving in five minutes. Blood. I'm not even joking. Like, Uber ratings. He's important. It's impo- it is important, though, but. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so. Yes. It's still, and. and they say all the things, you know, say what they want, and then they just pause it, and the winner is. And then when... They, I, I think I didn't hear my name straight away. Mm. What? Because it was, I didn't think they'd say my name. I didn't think I'd won. Um, and then it was just like, oh, my goodness. And it was the end. I think also the emotion came as well, because it was the end. We spent this period, two, two months... Two months, wow. ...consumed. You know, I was dreaming about recipes. I was, I was talking about food. I was, you know, reading cookbooks interacting with other people. People I hadn't met and yeah. you bond in those sort of environments. You do bond. It's totally immersed in the whole... Oh, yeah, thing. totally. Then all of a sudden... It's the end. It's the yeah, end. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it was like, I've won, it was amazing, and then that's it. My final question on MasterChef. Okay. Where's the trophy in the house? Um, Where it can be seen. That's the outside yes. box. <laughs> it's just dangling in front of me. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know what? He used to get so vexed. After, you know, people would see us in the shop. We yeah. used to go to Sustainsbury's or whatever. And then people come up and be like, oh, my goodness, ah. it's you two. And they'd be like, Michael, never mind. Oh, but anyway, Angelica, oh, you were amazing. Oh. He would be like, he'd stand there smiling. And then when they go, you're like, why does everyone have to say that? Why, why? He's getting vexed. I'm like, look, relax, relax. It's all good. It's all good. It's about us, baby. Big up, Michael. Come on the podcast, yeah? I know. Exactly. <laughs> we can clear this all you up, yeah? Me. Yeah, can we tell your side of the story, man? Oh, right, so we smash MasterChef. How do things change uh, for yes. you in the yeah. culinary world? It was just like, I think... Just people just saw me. Usually, I'd, I'm, I don't, you know, if you go on a show like that, you show your emotions, you're up, down, laughing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then just just different sort of jobs came in and then I got in con- a publisher contacted me and said they want me to do a cookbook. Sick. Um, and I never thought I would do one because I'm, like, I'm not a chef. No, self-taught. But because I've, you know, I was taught by my gran as a child, that's yeah. where I... You, you had know, the foundations, foundations already Foundations, yeah. Um and obviously, with my link with CBBC, most people remember me from those days. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I just said it'd be good. Big fans. Yeah, if you do a cookbook with for children or for young people, and I wanted it to be a cookbook where you could use it, but still have recipes that you'd want to use when you're older. So yeah. Aspirational recipes. Um, 
and pitch, and food that looks good because young people now they want their food to look good. Absolutely. And we're on, you know, in social media, obviously I don't, you know, social media, there's time and place for it. Mm. But I don't mind if you can take pictures of food, make pictures look good. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the pictures in the book. Bang on. Oh, thank Bang you. On. Thank you. But that's not me. That was Ellis. Ellis Perinda. He took those pictures. He was... And what I did as well, I said I wanted everyone to be who is involved in the book have not known each other before. Okay. Um, Just because then everyone comes to it fresh. Yeah, yeah. And give other give people a chance who haven't... Um, you know, Ellis hadn't want, really wanted to do a cookbook and hadn't done a children's book and he really wanted to do it and everyone was just so excited and... Yeah, the energy was right. And, yeah, it was a really good energy. So I'm I'm so blessed, you know, to have that. You know, I'm really proud of it. I wrote it. I, they just said, we want this many recipes, go away. So I researched everything. I wrote every word in that book. Wow. I, you know, they copy edited it and gave it back to me. Because I wanted to, you know, when you do, own something, I didn't want it to go out there and be like, mm, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, You know, I wanted it to be authentic. No ghosty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no ghosties here. No. Um, so, yeah, no, I love it. And also I wanted the front cover to be a bit different. It's like the attention to detail. You can feel the, the texture. Book. Oh the texture gosh. is bang yeah. yes. The name, when I, cause I didn't know, I knew you'd done a book, but I didn't know the name of it. And when I saw the book, I was like, yeah, yeah. cheeky, cheeky. 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 That, is that a play on the... Uh... Yep, Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Yes. So the book is called, for those that don't know, Fantastic Eats and How to Cook Them. Now, go and get a copy. Yeah. Listen, will we... Might, might win a little competition, you know? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, Christmas maybe. might come early, ladies and gentlemen. See how gentlemen. we feel at the end of the, uh, of the uh, episode. But I was thinking, okay, cool. If I had to make a cookbook I'd approach it like if I was DJing so when we're setting up to play a set we know that our first track has to get your attention mm -hmm. yeah. and then you roll on with us it's mm -hmm. got a bang yeah, yeah. If, if the first track is trashed they're going to the bar yeah. you know what I mean so I was really intrigued to find out what your first recipe was going to be so I cracked open a book yeah <laughs> Just you ain't seen the first one yet no no you haven't seen it the mystery's here oh no I'm nervous barbecue chicken Coleslaw. Coleslaw. Now let me tell me. you something. Yeah. That is me. <laughs> when, I, we, when I opened that one, I was like, Inside. yeah. So, so it all, it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's it, all good with that. And then I was just rolling. I was just rolling. And it was straight to the, you know, you did the Jamaican rock cakes at the end. I know. Yes. I had to, in fact, I didn't see that one coming. Rock cakes up. are a absolute staple. Mum used to knock them out, knock them smash out. them out of the park quick, like no. fifty rock cakes and a no, easy pile up. Yeah, and they're so nice. Yeah, mm. so and and I wanted it to be a bit of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. But also give young people options to try different things that are easy. Yeah, so they can get different flavors in there and you know try different things. Like even like I know I've got um. Caribbean curry one. Yes, curry. yeah, I saw that, yeah. Now, it's an easy version because somebody, I made it on a programme and some people were like, that's not proper Caribbean. I said, I know that. But for children, it's for young people to get that taste and to yeah. try and get yeah. it. Obviously, that's not how my grand made it or the, how I make it. But, you you know, it's about young people being able to be, have the ingredients accessible. Yeah, get their well. first foot in the door and then they can kind of Ex flourish out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. What's your favourite recipe in the book? Ooh, I yeah. like the bakeful tarts, the mini bakeful tarts. Apparently you you do a mean carrot cake as well. Oh my oh my goodness! So I I make carrot cake and I bring it to the one show. That thing is gone in like ten minutes, and they're always going, "Can you bring your carrot cake in?" Well, thanks for bringing one under the desk. Just looking under the desk here. This is when she brings one out. Ta-da! Try it, try it, try it. Try the egg. It's nice. It's What's um What's next then with the food? What's the next step? Well, do you know, one thing I did love about MasterChef was working professional kitchens. Just I having that equipment it, to hand. Equipment or just learning. Yeah. Just, you just pick up techniques, you pick up ideas. Um, 
so I wouldn't mind. And also, I was always put on pastry. And they say that pastry is quite hard. It's, it's yeah, yeah. technical. Because, you know, when you're cooking generally, you can add a bit of this, add a bit of that. Yeah. And it still tastes yeah, yeah. nice. But with pastry, you have to get the right measurements and you have to balance things out really carefully and flavours. And I really like it. And I think, was it John that said I like processes? So I, I think I'm trying to, I might be speaking to the guys at Claridge's and I might okay. be going to work with a pastry chef there. Oh, just 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 Claridge's, yeah. Hold on, did you just catch that? Yeah, I caught I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claridge's. Claridge's. That is. Are you, you going to be spending a long time in there? No, just maybe just... a couple of a day or something, just to get some tips. But then there's other restaurants I wouldn't mind trying to work in and stuff. And but then on the other hand, have you you've been to? Is it you say Ochi or Ochi? I had this conversation in Shepherd's. Ochi. Ochi, yeah. yeah. So people say it differently. Yeah. But it's Ochi. They're it? wrong. I know. So they, I said to them once, I would love to work in your kitchen to f- get some Caribbean flavours. Yeah. So to, you know, to get some of those tips because the people that work in there, they know it. Yeah. It's, it's inbred. In the molecules. It's inbred yeah. in them. So I wouldn't mind doing that. So lots, of, I don't know. There's lots of things. It's almost like a, your ne- your journey of kind of more just understanding and learning in the culinary world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, Heavy. I just love eating out. I love restaurants. Well, we're gonna um, we're going out to dinner. Sounds like we have to yes. get our diary synced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Hawksmoor on the list, and so you have to come and see uh, Chef at Chosso Mate. I love that. The chef's out there struggling. Oh, <laughs> to no, the seven thousand person know, cover. Bead of sweat on his head. Um, and so we're gonna uh, check in with Chef shortly. See how he's doing. Um, but Angelica, thank you so much. No, thank, no, thank you, you for, for coming me. in. It's been amazing. Actually, before we go, Angelica, what are your socials if people want to check out what you're up to? Oh, yes. So if you want to check what I'm doing, sometimes I put like recipes on there or some things I've made wait, wait. if I get some time. Angelica Bell with two L's and Angelica, Angelica Bell. And oh, the book is? Fantastic Eats and How to Cook Them and you can get it on, you can get it in bookshops. It's, oh my gosh, a friend of mine texted me and said it's being sold in Selfridges. And uh, you know? know. <laughs> and I only dropped the phone. I was like, oh my goodness. Selfridges. Selfridges, oh. Claridge's, Claridge's, Master Chef, Ochi. Exactly. Chat about it. Let's Gas- do this. All right. Let's Ga- do this. <laughs> Angelica Bell, Gasmart 10. We're Clap out. it up in the studio. Thank you. Oh, man, I totally enjoyed that episode. Yeah, she's dope, man. We need to get her back again. Yeah, definitely. We should do like a part two. Angel- for that. Yeah, definitely. We could do Angelica meets Tim. Angelica meets Tim meets Michael Paul. Oh. We have to get some more microphones for the studio. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to do that. We're going to try, though. We're going to make it. But talking about Chef Michael Paul, as you know, he was not able to make it to this episode of Gas Mark 10 because he's doing a madders. He's on big chef business. He's at Taste London now doing 7,000 covers. Now, for those who don't know, covers are plates. So imagine cooking, yeah, for 7,000 guests. That's what big boy Michael Paul's doing right now. But, you know, he said that he would take a second to let us know on the old phone how it's going down. So right now, we're going to cut straight through to Chef Michael Paul at Taste London. Chef, are you there? Hey, guys, we're here. We're live at Taste of London. All right, Michael, how's it going over there, man? You handling business? Oh, guys, we are handling business. It is really busy. Obviously, it's Taste of London. They do about 14,000 people a day. Um, Chotomate's first year, we just also opened in Toronto, so shout out Jordan Sclair, he's doing his thing over there. I also opened in Saint-Tropez, um, I literally just landed and had to organise this venture in Regent's Park. Uh, for those who do or don't know about Taste of London, let me just come out of the music there. It's the foodie place to be, new restaurants, it's people that you know, you're looking for your celebrity chef, it's the food network, it's everything here and there's loads and loads going on and it's great to be a part of 
This is the foodie place. I'm telling you, there's one stand that really stood out for me. It was Mama Sons. These guys are doing ice cream sandwiches. I can't tell you how good they are. Can't tell you. All from the background of um, Filipino cooking. All their beautiful flavors. They've literally inside, they've got yam ice cream that's purple. Um, outside pancake, inside ice cream. They flip these things in, a, in like a waffle machine with the ice cream inside and then cut it in half. Bright purple and what a flavor, what a flavor. Um, big shout out to them, they're doing it real, they're doing it real. As I was walking past, I really, <laughs> I couldn't ignore it, but Brigadiers, shout out to them. They done a tandoori lamb chop. Oh my God, it had that finish him. <laughs> oh my God, so good, so good. Finish, coriander on the top. Um, really marinated well and it just got a wicked tandoori in the back and I think it just brings a great new level to um, the taste out here. Having that here on site makes them really, really different. So great job, guys. Really, really great job. <laughs> hey, that sounds like an absolute madness. No, how you do it, bro? I don't no, know how you do it. No wonder you couldn't turn up. You missed a wicked episode, though. Angelica is the truth, mate. And she wants to meet you, man. Yeah, so we're going to be uh, passing through next time you're cooking somewhere, mate. All right, dude, we'll let you get back to the madness. Good luck, man. May the force be with you, bro. <laughs> Guys, I hope you're well. I'm back on that service. See you soon. We can't be too much for the bar.